This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. from the Unholy Trinity Everton podcast. You can find us uh, at UHT Podcast on Twitter, at UHT Podcast Everton on Instagram, uh, across Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, YouTube, all of those platforms we are we are available on. And we, we tend to record weekly. Sometimes we get a little bit more out depending on uh, on what's going on with the club. Um and on to, on to Saturday's game, you know, it's a, it's a difficult game for ourselves at this moment in time. A difficult game anyway, to be honest, but I think the way Spurs have um, accelerated away from ourselves, you know, over the last probably five, six years, because we used to used to, used to compete, you know, the, the two of us in the table were, were pretty close and Everton have gone one way uh, and Spurs have certainly gone the other in, a, in an upwards trajectory, to be honest with you, and back in the Champions League this season. Um, so, so Spurs are... And I'll down at that top table, and and are one of the top four, top five teams in the in the Premier League. Um, so difficult game, of course. But in terms of us, um, how the season's gone so far, as a fan base, we are we're, we're pretty satisfied with things. Obviously, last season was a an absolute disaster. Um, we should never have found ourselves in that predicament, and and luckily we we got our our way out of a massive hole. On that penultimate game of the season, the Goodison Park against Crystal Palace in, in dramatic circumstances. Um, so Frank Lampard obviously got that side of things sorted in the end, um, and we started this season. You know, it's been a little bit indifferent, I think, from the outside. People will look at it and think, you know, 
probably too many draws, not enough wins, sitting you know in and around mid table. Um, but it's been it's been a fairly solid start before the Man United game when we when we lost two one last weekend. We were seven games unbeaten in all competitions, and and that's that's positive for us. You know we we can see signs now that there are improvements being made. We we have a, a pretty solid transfer window with the the players that came in, but also the players that were moved on as well who weren't given new contracts. Um, players who were also sold, obviously Richarlison being being one of them. Um, but I think I think overall we we did pretty well in the transfer market. A real a real solid effort there, and we started the season. Quite well, um, to be honest with you. We're, we're happy with it. We can see, as I say, we can see signs of progression and and, uh, and that we are going in the right direction. But it's only the start of, of obviously our journey with with Frank Lampard as manager, uh, and hopefully this is this is the the start of of uh, more impressive things and more impressive days to come. Um, standout performer so far this season, Alex Obobi is probably the one that we'll we'll. Uh, We'd all say, you know, he's been he's been fantastic. Uh, I know yourselves as, as Tottenham fans probably don't want to hear that, but for a player who whose career at the club had, had massively stagnated, and to be honest, we not really taken off at any point. Um, he'd found himself playing in, in a variety of positions under various managers, and it wasn't until Frank Lampard came in, he got a, a new lease of life. He got a manager who put his arm around him, told him that you know he, he is a a good footballer and to trust his ability um, and, and we're now seeing that with him playing in the central midfield role fantastic goal against Man United on Sunday if, if anyone deserves to score a goal of that quality so far this season it was him he's, he's certainly dictating things a lot more in the in the final third um, and it's exciting to see him to see him really now look to push on still fairly young you know we, we, we can't forget that a lot of games under his belt Obviously playing at Arsenal and, and coming to ourselves, and, and he's become a real fan favourite for his performances over the last six six months or so. So hopefully that can, can uh, continue into into the game this weekend. But he's the one who who's definitely been a standout performer for us, and probably one for yourselves to to watch as well. Um, in terms of the performances this season, um, you know, just being I think I'd, I'd probably say up to the United game, we, we probably improve week in week out. I thought we were getting better. We were certainly seeing more positive signs, um, and the United game was was a little bit flat. Um, that was a game when I, I came away from Goodison Park thinking that really we should have done better against you know a much improved Manchester United side. It's got to be said, you know they they are a much better outfit this season under under Ten Hag than they were under Ralph uh, Ralph Rangnick. So when they came to Goodison Park near the back end of last season and we won the game one nil. We were against a side who, you know, weren't comp- competing for much. They were they were flat themselves, and you can see the quality that they've brought in um, since this new manager's come in. And you know, when you've got players on the bench like Ronaldo, who can come off, off and score. You know, it, it shows you the quality that they've that they've actually got. Uh, we've got a hundred pound, uh, hundred million pound attacker as well. You've you got on the score sheet so that you're spending sixty, seventy million pound on Casemiro and centre mid. He's won countless Champions League, so. You know the riches they've got available. They they should be a much better team than us. But that was the first game really that I thought that we didn't we didn't kick on. Uh, but I think overall, you know, we look at the games that we've done well in so far this season. Good win against West Ham. Good to get the first away win under our belt of the season at Southampton as well. The week before Man United, a good performance against Liverpool at Goodison Park. Really entertaining nil nil draw. Um, and you know we can look at the Leeds and Brentford games as well and think we should have we should have got more from them. Um, so 
it's it's been it's been a good start and you know performances as I say have picked up besides the our, our last game which obviously going into going into the into this game against yourselves is not ideal but it's a blip and, and we, we move on. Um in terms of Frank Lampard, is he the right man to take us forward? I believe that he is. You know, I think he's got the backing of the fans. Well, I know that he has got the backing of the fans. He's he came in at a time when we were at a, at a real low. We we had the previous manager who was never wanted by anybody, um, and we tried to back him as best we could. But you know that 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 fell fell foul pretty quickly. Um, but Frank Lampard came in. He's he's had unwavering support from the the supporters. He's he's bought into the club. He's bought into the fans. He, he's brought a freshness and energy to to the the management role, and the connection with the fans is there. You know, you see him when he's after the game. He going around the he'd stand at Goodison Park, especially goes to the goes to the away fans all the time. He speaks very very well in press conferences. And we've got to understand this is a manager who's who's learning on the job. He's not been in the game in terms of management fit for many years. You know, Derby, Chelsea. And then ourselves, it's a it's a pretty short CV, so we've got to understand as well. He is learning, and I think he you know he's, he's shown signs of flexibility this season in terms of formation changes, which which he's, he's got to do. And as a manager, you expect them to, to be to be flexible. Um, so I think I think he certainly is the right man to take us forward, and, and I hope that he is the man to take us into our into our new ground in a couple of years' time, but probably more because I think if, if he is, then that shows you that he has shown. Uh, or has allowed us to progress, um, and when I say progress, I mean you know let's get us back up to to, to mid table, and you know the um, into sort of tenth, ninth, and eighth positions because that would be a really positive way to to enter into Bramley more hopefully under this uh, under this manager as well. Um, Richardson, Richardson leaving Everton, uh, Everton for Spurs, always a tough one with Richardson. He was universally liked, loved by Everton fans. I think you'd probably admit yourselves as Spurs fans. You know, he was one of those players who all opposition fans didn't like him. He was always, you know, did feed into the agenda of Jamie Carragher on on Sky Sports. You know, we all we all heard what he was saying when he played at Anfield last season, um, and 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 the agenda was alive. And now all of a sudden he signed for Spurs, and he's the best thing since sliced bread uh, for for some of these pundits who you say to them, but. He's one of those players, isn't he? You know, and you know now how, how much you can love him because he, he leaves everything on the pitch. He he's most definitely a team player. You you might think that he sulks, and you know, in terms of him sulking, that's him. He's a winner. He wants to win every single game. He wants to score goals on a regular basis. And if you listen to his story, where he came from, and what he's done to get where he is, you know, it's it, it's it's incredible. And he doesn't take for granted being a footballer. That's the really important thing. Doesn't forget his roots. Does a lot of work, obviously, within back in uh, in Brazil in terms of charity stuff and and obviously giving them funding and, and things like that. And I think it's you know it's, it's always sad to see a player go who you know loved the club, who as I say the fans we, we all loved, and, and a player of of his ability. So sad to see him go. We expected him to go. We had to make a sale because of our financial situation, and it was always going to be him. To be honest. Um, so it was one of those, wasn't it? You know, it's, I'm I'm one of those people who once a player goes, then 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 that's it for me. You know, we we don't dwell on it. We we move on. Some people are a little bit more romantic and look back on things, and and that's fine. But you know, we, we know his qualities. And if I'm if I'm the Everton Everton team in the in the changing room on Saturday, you know, 
I'll be, tell, I'll be telling all the new players how to get into his head because we know that he can react. So I think I think we can use that to our advantage, assuming that he starts on on Saturday. But you know, he's a he's a he's a player of, of many qualities. His attitude is fantastic. Obviously, we miss him in terms of those qualities. But that's football. Football's a business, and and players have have, have got to move on. Um, in terms of Spurs and what what I made of Spurs so far this season. Um, I think Spurs are a real solid outfit. I think with the manager that you've got, I think obviously the uh, either man's certain levels should we say, um, and and I think that, that that Spurs are probably operating where they should be. You know, he's sitting third currently off the top of my head, so I think that that's in and around where you would expect as Spurs fans to be fighting for. Although it's early in the season, um, obviously you, you've. I think you've bought well over the last the last couple of years some some real quality buys. That your bench looks looks pretty strong, um, and you know you've 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 had a had a base for a while now. I think a, a, a bit of a spine for a while to, to really build around, and you've got players who've been at the club as well for a number of years, who who obviously have built into to your club ethos and and the work ethic and and what you're all about, and uh, you, you you're reaping the rewards. I think because of that. And also because of the manager that you've that you've brought in, um, so I think Spurs, as I say, I can't speak for yourselves, but as an outsider, I think you, you'd be pretty pretty satisfied with where you are. Um, and as I say, it's a real difficult game for ourselves to go to, given given how how well you started the season, um, how the quality that you've that you've got in the squad, and and the fact that you are playing some. Some decent football, you know. Even granting out wins at Brighton, who obviously are a, a, a decent side, but going there, winning the game one nil, that that's a real positive as well. So you, you've got to look at those side of things. Um, so I think Spurs, all in all, I I really really enjoy watching Spurs a lot of the time, and and for yourselves, obviously, it must must be great to to be up at the uh, the, the top end of the table. In terms of Antonio Conte. Being a success at Spurs, I think he will be. Um, I think he's a he's a top top quality manager. I think he's at the right club. I think he'd be keen to to impress and show maybe doubters, you know, what he can do with another Premier League side outside of Chelsea. He's he certainly got the the right the right players, you know, and he, he does get backed in the transfer market as the as the last win, window showed everybody. Um, so he's he's should be a success, and I think if he's not, I think I think you'd probably find that quite disappointing that he isn't. Um, I'd expect him to win a trophy, and obviously that might be music to to your ears. But I think once once Spurs get over the line in a final um, and win that first trophy for for quite a quite a number of years, I think then uh, all the dominoes will start to fall, and it will be a, a prolonged period of success for Spurs with him at the helm. Uh, so, despite obviously uh, previous clubs even doing say two, two, three years, I think it might be a bit more of a longer term project for him this time. Um, and as I say, I fully expect him to be a success. And if he's not, then I'd, I'd probably be asking questions to be honest with you, because all all the resources are there for him to to be a success. Um, in terms of my favourite moments from previous Spurs Everton matches, um, if we're going to look at specifically Everton away at Spurs. A more recent example would probably be that that started the, the twenty twenty one season uh, when Everton won the game one nil, and and Dominic Calvert Lewin scored that um, that great header from from a free kick, um, and I think back to that particular time that season, 
the players that we brought in, James Rodriguez, Adelaide Decore, and also uh, Alan, and he, you know, Carlo Ancelotti at the helm. A big dunk was there, obviously, his son David Ancelotti as well. It was it was a great mix and exciting times for the club when he obviously Carlo Carlo came in. And that game started the season, you thought this is a sign of things to come. You know, we we brought in some some real quality. We had quality there already with, with Dominic Calvert and the Charles and you know, Luca Dean was playing at the time at, at left back and and all looked all looked good. Um obviously, you know, you look back now and it's a shame the way that he, that he did move on to Real Madrid and things ended, but uh, there was a lot of excitement around that particular squad and we should have really done better and finished the season in the in the in the European places because we fell away, you know, quite a bit late on and, and blew our chances of European football, which is a little bit unforgivable with that side. But great goal, great moment in the game. Shame there's no fans there to see it of course. Um and, and that was an exciting time for us. But uh, we got a little bit carried away and and it wasn't meant to be unfortunately. Um in terms of the lineup for, for Saturday We've been quite easy to predict in, in recent weeks um, since the transfer window closed. Obviously, a couple of issues in terms of uh, the game on Saturday compared to the game against Manchester United in terms of personnel available. Uh, but Jordan Pickford will start in goal. Um, Mikhalenko will be left back. The two at the back are two centre-halves, obviously James Tarkowski and, and Connor Cody. Question mark over Seamus Coleman. Wasn't great against Manchester United. Did, did pretty well against Southampton. We are missing Nathan Patterson quite a bit. Um, he started the season really, really well. Unfortunately, got injured on his national duty for Scotland. But whether Seamus Coleman starts, I don't know. Mason Holgate is, is back fit. Um, as much as he is a centre-half, he, he has played right back before. He's got that bit of pace. So we may see Mason Holgate coming at right back. So I'm, I'm toying between the two of them. Not too sure at the moment, but... I'll I'll plug for, for Mason Holgate. Um midfield three will be Azusa Garner Gay, Amadou Onana and Alex Obobi. Um Anthony Gordon is suspended, so he will not be playing on Saturday. So we will see, I think, Dwight McNeil come in one side and Damari Gray on the other. And I think Neil Mopey will start despite the return to fitness of Dominic Calvert Lewin. Um so he's gonna be wrapped in cotton wool. He'll be eased back. He got 15, 20 minutes against Manchester United. Made a real difference, to be fair. Um, but I think that it's going to be a, a bit more of a a, build, a longer build-up, a slow burner for him over the next few weeks to get him back to, to trusting his body again, to be honest, and, and get him back to, to, to full match fitness. So I think we'll see Neil, Neil Mopey will start. Dominic Calvert-Lewin off the bench with about sort of 20, 25 minutes to go. Um, in terms of where I see both sides finishing, the season mentioned earlier on, Tottenham have got to be looking at top four. I think anything outside top four, I, th- I think you're going to be disappointed with, to be honest. Um, you know, Man City are going to win the league. Liverpool will probably get second, despite them being horrific at this moment in time. Liverpool will do what they always do. You know, they, they reset and they always have a have a, a good period of the season where they will just win and win and win. Um, that's what they've done for a number of years and. It's it's sad for me to say and, and sad to see, but that's what they've done. So history history sort of dictates they'll they'll probably do it again. Um, obviously, the the final two Champions League spots are up for grabs, aren't they? So I think for me, I think Arsenal and Tottenham will be the ones who will be looking at it. Chelsea will probably run them closest. Man United, as I said, you know, much improved United side this season, so they're going to be fighting for that spot as well. 
But I think I think Tottenham and Arsenal will be third and fourth. In what order? I don't know, but that's that's where I think you should be aiming for. Ourselves, I'd probably be saying anywhere between twelfth and fourteenth will be deemed as a as a success. Um, anything higher than that, I think, will be absolutely fantastic. But as Evertonians, we've had to temper our expectations because of what happened last season. That was a sort of light bulb moment for many to see. Listen, you know, th- this squad that we had last season wasn't particularly great. Wasn't and shouldn't have been in the bottom three, but wasn't as good as maybe we thought it was. We've had a good transfer window. We've shipped a lot of players out. No new contracts for certain players. They were moved on. Obviously, we, we sold a few players as well. Um, and some players that weren't offering a great deal to, to the to the club and to the squad because of injury, but they were taking home big wages. So um, it's going to take a, a bit of time for us to build up um, as we as we look to towards moving to Bramley Moor in a couple of years' time. But I say twelve to fourteen. I've said it all the way through the summer. I've said it since the season started. We need to be looking at that. Anything higher would be a real success. But that's that's all from me. Um, look forward to Saturday now. Hopefully it'll be a be a decent game. Hopefully not too not too wide open for, for ourselves. Uh, we need to be sitting and be tight. Said one all, heart overhead. Let's see what happens. Hope everyone enjoys the game. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.